Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yes, it is. Anniversary. Here, one year ago, we started this show. A year ago. And here we are now. Our key cards still work. The show's still on. And you're still being, having controversial takes that people don't agree with. Is it controversial to say yeah, I don't want to pay a player that has eight years left in his contract? Uh, no, that's not controversial. Yeah, that's, that's not. Yeah, that's not controversial. If that, I think that's just logical, but that's all right. We call it controversial. And it's Bryce Harper asking for more money. All right, 215-592-949. If you missed it earlier, we'll have the montage, blooper reel, call it what you want, of the last year of the midday show here. And um, we also have to get to a little Chris Sims audio as we can all, we can all come together. It's one thing, we, you know, we always disagree on stuff. At WIP, except when it comes to Chris Sims. So we'll play what he, the most recent thing he said about Jalen Hurts coming up in a few minutes. Jay in West Philly's up as we talk Bryce Harper. What's up, Jay? Finally, Joe, you said something right. Finally. Well, uh, finally, pay, finally, you're seeing they, things the right way. I think that's no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> they, right. better not pay, they better not pay Bryce Harper. He already did GM title. Well, maybe that's what he's asking for. <laughs> GM money. Maybe that's what he's asking for more money for. He's like, I'm the GM, so I got to get paid for that, too. Yeah, maybe we'll just give him the title. Uh, first baseman, assistant general manager, That's Bryce it. Harper. That's it. He already backstabbed and came to fraud anyway, so. Ooh, that is so strong. That is strong. It is. That is so it's, strong. it's the truth. Look, you know, backstab Reese got him out of town. He's going to sit there and try and say, oh, no, the organization came to me. No, he said I wanted to play first base. They should have got rid of Swarber anyway. Now, leave, leave my guy Swarber, Jay. You leave Swarber yeah. alone. He's Swarber my leadoff hitter. He's got 47 bombs. Leave him alone. 47 bombs mm-hmm. and 48 RBIs. No, that's not true. Way more <laughs> than that. He, look, and then when he get on first base, he clogging up everything. That's why the offense be stalling. That's, that's not why. Off. You're Now you're going to the Howard Eskin School of Baseball. So look, look, if you put him on first base and Trey Turner hit a triple, he still ain't scoring. Well, that's not true. And He's going to be sitting on third base. Hold on. Right. How about Trey Turner gets a hit for the first four months of the season? Can we try that this year? Yeah, if you can get that big lumberjack out the way. Oh, so we're blaming Schwarber for Turner's struggles. Yeah, because he's oh. sitting out there all day long. See, Nick you know what? I, I knew when we agreed to start this call, it wouldn't last very long. Jay, yeah, you fake, you finally are on to something here. We do not pay Bryce hey, Harper right now. Hey, look, and I, I got a closer, too, that they need to sign. Oh, who's that? So, for the Phillies? Yeah, who is it? They need Papelbon. Papelbon. Pa- wait, but wait a minute. You mean playing? Jonathan Papelbon? Yeah. He's old. Smoking crack look, is yeah. like a great high. Hey, look. No, the only reason, because that's the only one Bryce scared of. You're talking about putting hands yeah, on Yeah, Jay it. brought the joke. I, I, I didn't know where we were going with that. Jay brought the jokes. Hey, look. <laughs> you kind of had me there for a second. I'm like, wait a second. Wait, Papelbon. Look, that's the room. He hasn't played, the hasn't played for years. Jay, we appreciate the call. Oh, that was kind of half funny by Jay, Jay there. The Papelbon joke? <laughs> yeah, putting hands on him. When was the last time Papelbon played? He was a guest of our show last summer. He hasn't yeah, played he for chilling. yeah. It's been a minute. Seven years, six years. He's been out of baseball for a long time. He's on ESPN now and coming on our show and doing stuff like that. All right, let's go to Chuck at Cherry Hill. He wants to talk price and he has his lineup. We'll go to Chuck's lineup here. What's up, Chuck? 
Boy, congratulations, guys. you got a heck of an anniversary show, man. you got a lot of hot topics flying around here. Great great job. Well, we thank you, Chuck. Uh, the first time I've called this time slot, uh, so uh, it's not always possible with business, but I uh, enjoy it very much. Uh, I'm aligned so. with, with Ken uh, on the carton thing. I just think it's unprofessional to put a tease out there uh, and not be able to substantiate it. I mean, I know ratings, all that stuff, but... He put something out there, and it, you, you got to be able to have a sound position. I just think it's crazy to tease it. On the Harper issue, as much as I object to it, um, I, I think you, re- you have to make this distraction go away. It just can't linger over the season. So what I would do with Harper, I would say, listen, if it's some type of creative back-end thing we, we can talk about, let this season play out. Our concern is from the baseball side of things. And we recognize that when they signed him, attendance went up 8,000. Take those people at 81 games, multiply $30 per person. There's $25 million he made probably for him at least or so. I think he covers the core cost anyway. Here's my concern, Joe, to your point. Out of his 12 seasons, five times he hasn't posted up 125 games. Mm-hmm. I want to see him post up this year. Now, I realize the... Injuries aren't your common groin and stuff like that. But to your other point, Joe, you're both having a great day. You made a great point about the way guys like Harper and Trout work out, prepare, you know, and it looked like Trout became one big muscle. Then he started having all these injury problems. Guys that push the limits, that speed is so violent. And the way they, they go 110% always just seems like they do break down. Uh, so I want to make sure I have durability with Harper. So I'm going to say to him, let's put this issue aside. We will definitely address the back end. I say back end. So I'm not taking your $27 million right now up to scale. I'm not paying you $44 million starting next year. Uh, I, I don't agree with that. There's a reason that both sides agreed to that consideration at the time we did it. And we took three more years on it for your satisfaction. So some of that has to stand, but on the back side of it, they can come up with something creative because he'll pay, he'll cover that he'll cover that. Now will he still be productive? To your point, that's anybody's guess. Right? Yeah, and and the and the reality is, Chuck, if it works out, he'll probably be average, right? Maybe a little bit above yeah, average, and that's it. And that's okay. Yeah. I, I would take that. Right. You, you worry though? Can he? Can he? And I think you said it right. Can he post? I mean, like in he the post. next two, in the next two or three years, if he plays 150 games a year, I'll feel a lot better about how his oh, body yeah. is starting cool. to age. Yeah, baby, you got that. But one thing you'll always get from the guy. Uh, my son's older now; he's almost 30. But boy, if he were 10 years, 12 years old, I'd say. As my dad told me, first game we went to see Pete Rose, my dad said, Bud, watch that guy. Watch how he does mm-hmm. everything. And that's why my phone number today still has 14. My kids all wore 14. I just idolized Pete Rose. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, it is afterlife of baseball, not so much. Quite a disappointment. But Harper does everything right. I know. He, he does. I mean, his postseason slugging is 706. Uh, it's Babe Ruth kind of stuff. It's, it's insane, yeah. Chuck. It, it, it really, really is. is. Chuck, get, you, have your, you have a lineup, Chuck? You have your, your Phillies yeah, lineup. I'll, I'll, I'll give you my lineup without all the details because I've already been on here for a while. But I'll give you this. i got to put my guy who's 30-0 and 0, stolen bases Turner first, okay? And I'm going to do what a lot of other baseballs have been doing conventionally and put Harper to get a little bit of the righty-lefty stuff going on. And I'm going to put Stott. I think he's going to have a breakout year, and I'm going to protect it. 
with Schwarber. When Efkin says Schwarber will bat fifth, that's ridiculous. You would never take a 50 home run hitter and park him in the five spot where he may not bat in the first inning. You want somebody on and the four hitter up. And I hear you. They're winning with them at first. And you know what? To your point, Joe, they have an extensive analytics department. And the guy that runs it, I don't recall his name right now. They did an article not too long ago from Tampa. The, the chief analytics guy, he's a bright dude. And they're probably demonstrating, beyond our knowledge, why it works best for the Phillies. I can't figure it out other than the win-loss record. That's easy. But, you know, when you dive in deeper than that, they have reasons for this that I don't think we understand. So, and they're winning with it. And that's not where I would ever put Schwarber, ever. But they're winning with it, right? So who's the argument? And it that? works. Yeah, so, and it's, it's it been, works. yeah, Chuck, man, we appreciate the phone call. Couple, the other thing on the Schwarber thing is in the last two seasons, they started off slow, and then they've eventually moved Schwarber to lead up. I think, do people forget that we've, we've tried this already? Last year, they, they started the season with Turner, and then I believe it was Stott, like three weeks in, because Turner didn't get hit for the first three weeks, basically. They moved Stott to the leadoff spot, and they didn't win. Like, there's a very clear line, Kyle, of the Phillies the last two years when they're winning and when they're not. And the line is Schwarber if he's hitting leadoff, and yet we just we go back to it. Like, well, let's you pretend re- like it don't mean nothing. Yeah, let's just re- reinvent this wheel. It is funny because people do tend to ignore that like two-month period where we, we literally did try this. It did not work. The best iteration of the Phillies lineup has always been, and we have a very large sample size of this too. Yes. It's with Kyle Schwarber in the leadoff. I, like it, People's obsession with this is honestly unreal. And the whole idea that he strikes out, he strikes out uh, way too much. It's the 197 batting average. Well, like, yeah, but would you rather, would, do you want that in the 47 look home how, runs? <laughs> well, Hugh, remember how badly we killed Alec Bohm for not coming up in the four hole yeah. during the playoffs? You want Kyle Schroeder's 197 batting average in the four hole when the bases are loaded and he strikes out? No. It's way better to have that at the top of the lineup and just get it out of the way. Well, now the new thing, it's almost like the, 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 the anti schwarber crowd comes up with new things. Now he clogs the bases. Yes. This is the, the, yeah, because oh he's no. slow. The, the Church of Howard. Like they're going right. to run up his back or something. You know something. when the bases aren't clogged? When he's hitting a home when run. When he puts it over the fence. It's one nothing. I, I, I was at a game last June. The, uh, the, uh, they beat the, I think it was the Tigers. They won one nothing on a home run hit in the first inning. The game was over right then. They won the game on his home run. All right, the nonsense never ends on WIP. Speaking of nonsense, Chris Sims, whenever he talks, well... It's usually about Jalen Hurts, Hugh. Here's the latest. This was out at the Super Bowl. Here's what Chris Sims said about Jalen Hurts after watching him in the 2023 season. Jalen Hurts is – I respect a lot about Jalen Hurts, but I, I think Jalen Hurts is also, like, the most overrated player in football. All right? I just that's, – that's me. I know I'm wrong. I take a lot of crap about that comment. But, you know, it's a – it's a – he plays quarterback for a team that's an all-star team. Yeah. They have the best O-line in football. It's not even close, right? They got maybe the best duos at receiver in all of football, right? I just think if you put some quarterback, other quarterbacks in Philly, you put Kyler Murray there, you'd go, damn, Kyler's amazing. <laughs> Is he the MVP of football? And I think we lose sight of all of that a little yeah. bit. Again, it yeah. gets into the quarterback team thing where right now we're all about the quarterback and, uh, yeah, he'd be one of those guys that I certainly would go, hey, when Kyler's on his game, he is every bit in the class of yeah. Jalen Hurts, in my opinion. Hugh, your reaction to the latest from Chris Sims? You know, like, listen, I, I, I've come on here and, and I've, I've said what I said about Chris Sims. This is the problem that I had with his take. Now, Chris Sims, entitled, he's entitled to say 
whatever he wants to say. But now it sounds personal. I'm going to tell you why. Is because when Jalen was playing well, he backed off of that take that he had initially, that Jalen was a system quarterback and things like that. And he ate, had to eat a little bit of crow. And then it comes back now when Jalen's not playing well and he comes back with the same take and even doubles down and talking talk, talk about he's mediocre. This is the problem that I had with Chris Sims because he's shown to be the type of analyst that tends to take it personal a little bit, and he wants to be on the right side of everything. Now, I, I know in this business we all want to be right, but sometimes we're not. But I think integrity is more important than anything. And the one thing that I'm not going to do, you might not like the way I deliver certain things, but I'm going to stand on everything that I say. And I'm going to I'm gonna repeat it. If I said it the first time, more than likely I'm going to say it the second time too. I'm not going to change my story. And the bottom line is this. Chris Sims has changed his story several times, especially when it comes to Jalen Hurts. And then I remember there was a story coming out of Miami where, where something happened to one of the fans down there. And and they I guess it was something where they, the fans used to get on him or something. Well, and, he was and, I think he was anti Tua, so they got on him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and 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 he he backed up off of that take, dude. If you're gonna be an analyst, you got to take the good with the bad, bro. And that take that you had about Jalen early on, you had to back off of it. And then when it got worse, you jumped right back on the take. Just be consistent. That's the only thing that I ask of you. Can have the opinion opinion that you want to have, but when the heat got too hot. And people started uh, ratioing you about what you were saying about Jalen. You backed up off that take real quick. Yeah, the thing that's weird about this one is I thought his t- the, the, the take he we just played for you it made more sense last year. In 2022, the Eagles were kind of an all-star team. Like even if you didn't want you wanted to give Jalen credit, he wasn't wrong. He was playing with a loaded roster. I didn't think the team was that loaded this year. Did Chris Sims watch the Eagles play this season? No, he's just going off a take that he's had. Like to me, when I heard Chris Sims speak. It was almost like I told you so. Like I, I told you he was not that good. Yeah. And, and da, 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 da. No, that that's not the lane that you want. It's play. just weird the way he framed it. If he said, yeah. "See, the team wasn't as good, and he couldn't carry them," then that's kind of his original take to begin with. It's it's like he just loves to push the button of Jalen Hurts. Which listen, yeah, because he t- he doubles a- down with he's oh he's overrated. Come yeah. on, dog. You you know like you want to talk like and this is where I, I'm I'm gonna be wrong, but I think it's valid in this situation. You were overrated as well, a quarterback. He stunk. Yeah, he wasn't even. And I and I caliber, and, and, yeah. and you know normally that's not the take that I would have, but it's clear, listening to him speak, there's something about Jalen that he he personally doesn't like. The fact well, that maybe he's not a fan he's, of his game. Yeah. Well, he's at, he the adulation that Jalen's getting, the meteoric rise or whatever it is, or the fact that you know he is benefiting from having a loaded roster. But guess what? There's a lot of quarterbacks you could say that about. You can say that about Joe Burrow and playing with uh, was it uh, CD? What's his? Uh, I'm gonna say this name wrong. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Mm-hmm. You can say that about him. Two of the best receivers in the game. I mean, it's so much easier to play quarterback when you have talent around you. Ask Troy Aikman. Ask Joe Montana. The only guy that we can honestly sit here and say or have a conversation about that didn't have a a, a dearth of talent around him throughout his whole career. It's Tom Brady. That's the only guy that I can think of off the top of my head that you can sit around and say, well, he didn't have a whole bunch of Hall of Fame receivers or something like that. And even he at some point got Moss. He yes, got Kronkowski. But that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, Early so, on, so, so the only thing I'm saying about this is when you come with that take, just just be fair with it, man. Because, I mean, I hear people say that all the time. Oh, well, he has a dearth of talent. Most quarterbacks in the NFL nowadays do. 
Yeah, I, I just it was just the way he framed it this time was weird. He should have just said, "Look, he didn't play well this year, well enough," and he because the team around him didn't carry him. He, he, I get what he said. Two years ago, they had a loaded roster. Chris, if you watched the team this year, the defense was one of the worst in the league. It wasn't a loaded roster this year. It, it just it wasn't. We all saw it th- the whole season. What Chris rewatched the games. Herb in the Northeast. What's up, Herb? All right, let's put it to rest with the Sims mm-hmm. issue. Okay, first of all, Sims can't even play on my third third uh, string team. Okay, he never could play quarterback. He got a couple of starts here and there, only because people were hurt. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was a nobody in the NFL. Won yeah. a few championships, and then he came on and. All of a sudden, he's getting all this glamour and stuff. And he's he shouldn't be talking. What we need to do is send Spike Eskin up there to New York and tell him to shut up. You understand? That's what's all right. We'll tell Spike. We'll send Spike a message before you come back to Philadelphia. You go get Chris Sims. Yeah, we need Spike Eskin to step up now. Now he's back down here working. Okay, it's a little assignment before he comes back. Yeah, I like that. Send his father up there too at the same time. Uh, we'll get Howard involved. So, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Balls father get sweaty. Son, father and son. So listen, uh, uh, Tom, Tom from uh, Abington. Abington. Okay. He wants that all of a sudden because a couple years ago he ran into uh, the owner and all this. I was supposed to have been there that day, but I had to work across the street. So the thing is, is that. He thinks that people are just going to throw money out, okay? This year, I want to see Harper hit 45 to 50 home runs. I think he can do it. I want to see him put the numbers up. He's healthy now. Uh, he's playing first base. Uh, and I believe that this guy will play a long time. He takes care of his body in the off season. His his father's a bodybuilder. They know how to do it, okay, and get it done. He, I believe, once you'll see that the next three or four years, like I told last night with Ricky Ricardo, that he possibly can hit two home two 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 uh two hundred home runs in the next four years. Well, that's okay. 50 a year. That's, that's a I big believe, number, Herb. That's I a big number. Like, yeah, I know. I know it's a big number, but he's got 302 now. He does. Uh, I think 306. 306. I want to see him win a World Series this year, okay, or no later than 2025, but I want to see I want to see this team. My, my biggest thing about this team is starting out in the beginning in April, May. Like I told you. We got to get off to a 18, fast start here. 18, yeah, that's what we need to do. 18 wins times six is 108. And I think this team could win 95 to 100. If I think 95 is attainable, Herb. Pitching, it is. If the pitching comes through. Well, they need they got to stay healthy, Herb. The, bullpen, the Harper season, the, the whole thing. Herb, I agree. We appreciate it. So Bryce's uh, home run total, by the way, of FanDuel, if you're, if you're with Herb here, mm-hmm. he thinks he's going to hit 45. 
29 and a half is the over under. So you can make some quick money over at FanDuel if you're with her on bad. that. Like, it's not a bad. 29 and a half? Yeah. I think he gets there. Yeah, if he stays healthy enough. All right. So this is not the first time we've heard Herb in, in recent days, right? You know, he, was, yeah. He Son- called Sonny Hill on Sunday? He called Sonny on oh, Sunday. Oh, I missed this one. Do you have any audio of that? We, uh, we, yes, we do have the audio in the system. Herb with Sonny Hill on Sunday. This, I bet this was dynamite. Sonny, you don't know. I'm writing, I'm in the process of writing a book. Okay. I don't know if you know because you I call on WIP. I'm one of the top callers, okay, in the afternoon during the week. Ike Reese and everybody yeah, knows Wrap me. it up. What, 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 you what know, does that have to do with, with our conversation? The name of the book is going to be called yeah, Herb. Hold, hold, hold. Herb, right, Herb, okay. Herb, Herb, Herb. What does that have to do with our conversation? You're well, trying to, no, well, you're trying I to promote wanted, the book? I wanted to see if you... You remembered about, okay, Finley Playground. The, the I remember. I, yes, I, I, I grew up. Right. In, you know in all those areas. I, I, played, I played baseball and basketball all over the city and outside the city of the area. I, and outside I know the area. you did. I so, know you did. I remember the Sunny Hill League. I know. There you go. There you Listen, go. But the Sunny you, Hill League is only a small part of what my, my legacy is all about. That's you know, I was, in, I was in L.A. Her, last year. Her. Herb, I gotta, I've got to go. I've got. I go. was in L.A. and the Herb, Herb. I went to see Herb. Hank Adams. Herb, 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 you're not listening. Yeah. I'm up against the clock. I got All right, go. brother. All right, buddy. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. God bless. All right. Listen, whew, take a breath off of that one. You don't, yeah. you don't miss <laughs> a break in the living room. I mean, we nah. know that. You do not miss a break. No, nah, you don't play around. Sunny, <laughs> Sunny, that dude. Shout out to Sunny Hill, man. I haven't seen him in or seen him in a long time. But yeah, Sunny don't, Sunny don't mess around. The last time I saw Sunny. Um, when because so, so Sonny's been doing his show Sunday morning forever, right? Like he has this streak that's never broken. But Hugh, the one time the Eagles played in London against the Jaguars, mm-hmm. now the time difference, the pregame show that week started at six. A, I believe it was like six a.m. We started, mm-hmm. and it extended obviously into what Sonny's usually on. So Sonny that morning joined the Eagles pregame show. Okay, so he could be on in his regular time slot. We just happened to do an Eagles pregame with Sonny there. It was awesome. Yeah, that sounds like it's awesome, man. Sonny, Sonny has a lot of history. Central State University, uh, where I came from, and you hear some of the stories. You talk about the city and what it is, the rec leagues and everything like that. Man, great storyteller. Great storyteller. And I got an idea there. As I listen to that. I want the Sonny and Herb podcast. No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> no, I don't think, I don't think, keep your mouth I need down it. and I don't, shut, think, boy. I don't think Herb would make it with Mr. Hill. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll produce it. we got to make that happen. All right, 215-592-9494. We'll get to as many phone calls as we can here. We'll replay the best of, or some might say the blooper reel, from the first year of this show, our one-year anniversary today. And did Dave Dombrowski make it seem like the Phillies are done? Or are more moves coming up next? That's next. Your phone calls on the Midday Show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Bet the NBA with a no-sweat same-game parlay from FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forts Casino every Thursday with TNT Thursday. It doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account. You'll get bonus bets back if your same-game parlay doesn't win on any NBA on TNT game. NBA same-game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance to score a bigger payday. So many out there including some futures in the second half of the season. How about the guard in Oklahoma City to win an MVP? However you want to play, just head to fanduel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O to bet the NBA. Win a no-sweat same-game parlor with TNT Thursdays. That's fanduel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O. Make every moment more with Fanduel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Fanduel's Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I would identify our situation more that we like our club. I think our positional players are really set. Uh, I don't know who, if, if we're healthy when we break camp and Rojas makes the club. Twelve of our 13 spots are spoken for at this point, so there's a spot, they're battle for one more. We have a lot of different people that can play that role. Our five starting pitchers are set. We, we have helped the depth of our starting pitching with a lot of moves that we're making. Um, and our bullpen, we like our bullpen too at this time, and we see some of the arms that we like. So, again, we'll be open-minded. We'll see what happens. But I can't say that we're actively looking to say we want to add this particular thing. The voice of Dave Dombrowski asked the Phillies are done after the Whit Merrifield signing. Welcome back. It is the Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio. I'm a big fan of Merrifield. I think it was a really good signing by the Phillies. Are they done, though? There's still big free agents out there, Hugh. Like, Merrifield, he's a nice player, and yeah. he's been an all-star. But that's when we've talked about those stars that are still there. He's that was not, not one the of name. them. Yeah, that was not the name that you were mentioning. He's a good utility guy. Uh, like you said, he plays all over the place. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you got somebody who could fill in on, on numerous days. Or off days when it, or if Johan Rojas is kind of struggling a little bit, the guy that can go out there and play his position. Or if there's an injury. Look, if Trey Turner yeah. misses a week or two or boom, like they just plug in Merrifield and away you go. Here my my feeling after listening to Nebraska and seeing a story this morning in the Inquirer conversation with John Middleton, I do think the Phillies are likely done for now. I, I would I'd be surprised if Bellinger ended up here or Montgomery, and I wouldn't rule it out, but I'd be surprised if they get those guys. Hugh, it's the trade deadline. I think the next thing we're going to look for to see if they do one more big thing. So here's a quote from today's Inquirer, John Middleton. Quote, what Dave decided we do, and I agree with him, is save the powder. He said, if you don't spend it now, you can always spend it in July and maybe make a better, more aggressive trade, and you've got the money to pay for it. Yeah, that makes sense. Because right now, uh, hope springs eternal. You look at the team and the way it was constructed last season, and you look at some of the things, the deficiencies that you had, during the course of the season, talking about Trey Turner, Bryce Harper, and some of the power outages, and the fact that you had the two young guys, Stott and Bone, kind of carrying the team mm. in that in that dead period, and hopefully they'll grow a little bit. So I think you've got some pieces to work with, to be totally honest. Well, you do, and you also have an opportunity there at the trade deadline if you need something, right? A pitcher gets hurt, or like, you know, maybe the Rojas thing doesn't work, you need something, mm-hmm. you could do it, go do it. By the way, we know the Phillies have the money, because in that story today in the Inquirer, Scott Lauber wrote it, uh, John Middleton confirmed that they had the biggest offer on the table to Yamamoto. Yamamoto chose the Dodgers, three hundred twenty-five million. The Phillies topped the Dodgers' offer. He, I mean, it just came down to this: he wanted to play for the Dodgers. He wanted yeah. to play for the Dodgers because it's the, the West Coast. Yeah, and We're and easy I to get home. and I, well, that's probably part of it. And I'm sure he, he maybe he grew up a Dodgers fan. I mean, the Dodgers have had Japanese players forever, but that was encouraging. Just to, he, I mean, the Phillies offered a player more than $325 million this offseason. They didn't get him, but that's when he says, you know, hold the powder. They have money. Yeah, they're, they, and they let you know they're willing to play. They're willing to spend it, too. So that's always a, a plus, especially for a player of that caliber. And and you're just jumping into the, uh, you know, the realm of, of trying to sign for, uh, Asian players. Mm-hmm. That's something that, that has not been done yet. So, yeah. 
I think they're going to get one of these stars from Japan sooner than later. I mean, if you're offering this guy the most, the, the next time there's a star, which it, it feels like about, about a yearly thing where there's one or two guys that come over that can really play, I won't be surprised if Phillies land one of those guys sooner than later. 215-592-9494. Rob is in Overbrook. Hey, Rob. What's going on, Joe? I, I, I agree with you, Hugh. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm disgusted with you. <laughs> Tell him, Rob. Wait a minute, Rob. What I do, man? Come on, you and, the, and your producer. You know, you want to give this guy. How about let's give Bryce another two hundred million? Wait a minute, you know, <laughs> wait a minute, Rob. Can I can I at least give my position before you you berate me right now? The I've reason heard why, your position. That's why I'm berating you. I've heard it all morning. But I'm saying that. But he's put him. They've put him in this position. They no, put he it, didn't. He put he he came and asked for him and his agents. See, these guys are drug addict. Uh, they need a main line of cash, you know, like drug addicts. They they need a shot of cash. It's like a heroin addict, and and him, especially his agent. I mean, this guy always looking for a, a, a shot of cash. You know, he's like a drug addict or a drug. You know, so you know. Let me re- let me read these numbers to you. Bryce Harper, two seventeen with five hits, two home runs, three RBI, seven runs scored in seven games in the two thousand twenty three NLCS. All right, so I want to give I, I want to give that guy some more money. I mean, but he came up big. When the first went, he came up big with a big home run. Well, though. the Atlanta series, he yeah, was, he, he was, he was off huge. the charts. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm talking about when it really counted. I mean, let's look at it. Let's look at his record, Hugh. The year before he came here, I mean, when he made the playoffs with with uh, the, the with, Nationals, um, Washington Nationals, he stunk it out. Mm-hmm. All right. He made the uh, the World Series, the last two games, stunk it out. The the NLCS, the last three games, stunk it out. Let's win something and then come back and ask for some money. Yeah, See, but, that that calorie just rewarding people just because they're Bryce Harper. Who the hell is Bryce Harper? Yeah, but he wasn't the only one, man, that, that, that didn't come up big, and he can't do it by himself. And if I'm but not mistaken. Like, okay, okay, and I, I understand that, but you can't have it both ways. You can't say the guy's the greatest thing since sliced bread, but when he fails, oh, the other guys didn't come up. So let's give him more money. No, but, you know, so it, 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 what, wait, what is it? You know? I mean, you, you just browbeat me to death. But, but no, Rob, no, the, the point that I'm making is this. Bryce Harper has put this team basically back on the map. He's been, a, he's been a godsend as far as, you know, what this team has been in the past and everything. And if it wasn't for Bryce Harper, we wouldn't even be talking about being in the World Series the year we were in the World Series. But they gave him a contract to do this. This that's is why right. they that's signed he, him. He, he, yes, and that's why, like, when you open the gates, when you talk about how he's been a godsend and when you talk about how he, you couldn't have done it without him, then guess what? As your agent, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to capitalize on that. This is not to me. This is not his fault. This is just great marketing on his on his on his part. I agree. With no, it's it's not his fault, it's but green, but just you. say it's no. I, I would just say no. No, 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 Rob. It, it's it's striking while the iron's hot. I hear what you're saying about as far as how much money he's making and everything. But think about every conversation that has been had about Bryce Harper since he's been here in the regular season. Now, to your point about playing in off season, I, I hear what you're saying. But when you have your organization putting you in position to make GM moves, to to you know to sell to to, to market all the stuff that you're wearing and things of that nature, you need to strike while the iron's hot. Now, granted, he does need to win a World Series, in my opinion. But when yeah, I was riding nice. in here, what'd you say, Rob? That would be nice. That would be <laughs> nice. Come up, big no. in a, not just in the champ in the uh, in, in the uh, round before that. 
Because, you know, the, the, the money players come up big when, the, when it's the, the money's on the line. I, I, hear what, I hear what you're saying. And, and, and you can't say, well, he was great in the Atlanta series, but in the World Series or the other, the next series, well, the other guys didn't hit. But, so yeah, but, but, but he wasn't the only one. It's the same thing as the year before. He was great in the NLCS, the Bedlam at the Bank. He wasn't as great in the World Series. He, he, here's what this is striking me a, a reminder to. This is starting to feel like LeBron in the NBA. LeBron has picked his teammates. He's picked his contracts. He's done whatever he wanted. So, guys, when I said earlier there's a precedent now we're setting, if they give Bryce this contract and JT is two years from now, 35 years old, on the decline, and he wants JT to stay, what happens? JT's going to stay. Well, I have news for everyone. The Phillies are going to stink if they let Bryce pick the team into their 40s. But This but, isn't the way this works. Yes, but they put themselves in this position. But they could stop now. And, and, but they, they can't stop. Yes, they can. They cannot stop. You, all see, they have think, to say is no. That's no, it. See, no, he's an employee. He, he has – who has the most cachet in the city right now? Bryce. And he's put the the organization put him in that situation, and they can stop. And that's why I'm not I'm not mad at it. When I was riding here this morning, I was hearing him talk. I heard him talking about the story and talking about Bryce Harper and asking for month more money. The first thing I thought about, he'd been setting this up for a while. I agree with that. He's been setting it up for a while, and 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 I looked at it not from the perspective of a fan, but I looked at it as from the perspective of a businessman, because that's what Harper's doing. Like he plays well. Like like I'm not even talking. He plays well. He's a he's a hell of a player. No question about. Uh, we that. all agree on that. He's a hell of a player. But when you have an organization that starts out and talks about how much it meant for you to be here, and how how different things are, the fact that some caller called in and talked about how his daughter is wearing his cleats, his daughter and his son, my son has and the cleats, marketing yeah. and all the other good stuff. Yeah, he's, he's this is the he, position. He's number one in the city. Yes, this is the position that you put him in. I, I know. So as a as a as an entity, as an individual, for him not to ask for more money at this time, I think it's foolish on his part. But it is it's, unprecedented. His eight years ago. It, it, it is 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 totally unprecedented. But it's also unprecedented for an organization to talk about him the way that they're talking about him, even though he has eight years left on his contract. I don't disagree that they, <laughs> so they, they're that, part of that's this. All, yeah. That's all I'm talking Like, I'm looking at you. People are looking at this and being upset. And Rob Goodcall, like, they're being upset because they feel like, I think Bryce Harper's right. I never said he was right. I said he was smart. I said he was smart. This is a smart thing to do at a time where you're still playing at your peak and you have all the adulation of the city. Because what's the biggest difference between him and Hassan Reddick? The, the 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 public is, is split on Hassan Reddick and whether or not he should get paid. Everybody's at almost damn near consensus about Bryce Harper so and I, what he's doing. I think it's a little more split on Harper. It's at least more split than I thought it would be. Um, on the phone lines today, I haven't looked at our Twitter post. We gave you an update earlier. Kyle, it does feel a little more split than the first time we brought this, because this has come up a couple times over the offseason. But now that he's in camp, right, he spoke, he acknowledged it. This isn't just like a, a, a Scott Boris creation at the winter meeting or something. Bryce Harper acknowledged this the other day. This has felt more split on this station today than I, I anticipated. Well, I, yeah, and it's gotten to a point of, honestly, like absurdity. <laughs> that point by Rob that he's like a fraud or he didn't deliver in the NLCS, that's the most asinine thing I've ever heard. I mean, some of his postseason numbers are all-time all Ridiculous. Numbers. His 16 postseason Does anyone know actually why Bryce Harper like slowed down in the NLCS? Because in the previous series, he put every ball over the fence. Yeah. Why were, would a pitcher were, give him throw, anything yeah, to hit? Well, they ain't about to give him nothing. Stupid. And Alec Bohm is not exactly and, feared. And, and Turner sucked. Yeah. Bohm sucked. Castellanos sucked. Why would they even take a chance? 
with giving Bryce Harper something to hit. The one thing I will say is, you know, maybe he could have taken one more walk than he should have because he was pressing. Because, right, he was chasing some balls out of the but zone. I'm not going to kill him for but, that. But how can you kill the guy for that when literally the year before, he sent you to the World Series with a swing of the bat? I mean, Bryce Harper is the best player on the Phillies. And now all of a sudden, because he wants more money, he's a fraud and he didn't deliver in the NLCS. Shut up, here's dude. the Here's the problem with the whole thing, like win a, win a World Series and then we do this or that. Baseball, it doesn't work like that. Like if it's this is why I always was fine with the LeBron nonsense because he basically guaranteed you a spot in the finals, Gu- guaranteed it at mm-hmm. his best day, if not winning the finals. You can't do that in baseball. Mike Trout's on a team that stinks. I was just about to say that, and he's super paid, he, and he's a great player. <laughs> and and Bryce Harper's been great here, and they still haven't won it. Right? They got close. So it, we can't like it doesn't work that way in baseball. The quarterback in football, the star in the NBA, you can ask for a championship. Yeah. Baseball, yeah. it's it's harder. You know how many great, great, great baseball players there are that n- haven't even sniffed the championship? Yeah, it's all their fault, do. though. Yeah. They're probably frauds. Not yeah. worth the money. They're I only, mean, they're get only, out of here with it. I will say so this, though. Before this trip, this, this his latest trip to the to the uh, World Series, that he was skewing that way here. It was it was starting to get a little tight. Well, you were wondering when it was going to pay off, yeah. right? It was yeah. getting a little tight for him. I will acknowledge that. But that's why I feel like, you know, like I said, riding in and listening to it, it's genius on his part. Because he positioned himself, and the team basically was like, we were nothing. They basically sang his praises and said, we were nothing without you. Well, they've done this. They put him in that position. Remember the offseason they signed him? Two months or three months before they signed him, uh, John Middleton was quoted saying, we're going to spend stupid money. Like, if I'm Scott Boris, I'm like, we, this is our guy. We're, this is what Bryce, this is our guy. And then you talk about the fact that he has been instrumental and very vocal in getting certain people to come here. Everybody who wants to complain about what Bryce Harper did in the playoffs just Close your eyes and picture what the Phillies were before Bryce Harper was here. Okay? I told you it was Peter Borgios. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm gonna find I'm gonna find the last lineup they threw out before they signed him. What would that be? 2018? I'm gonna I'm gonna pull that lineup. The last one they had before he arrived. I remember it well. I believe that was the Aaron Altair days. Vince is at Springfield. What's up, Vince? Hey, hey, Don. Good What's going Vince. On, you know man? what happened with the Eagles, Vince? What's that? Do you know what happened with the Eagles? Well, it didn't click until the carton article came out and somebody told me i don't want to say who because i said i wouldn't say anything they said they that they 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 know very well and that it was all going to come out shortly and when i heard the carton thing that's when it clicked what i was told whether it's true or not and you you may know if this is true you don't have to respond i was told that jalen and slay got into a massive fight it started with a chest bump at halftime, and then supposedly Jalen unloaded on Slay and did a number on him. And that's when all this defensive spiraling went out of control. It was the game that Jalen came out late at halftime. People thought maybe it was because he was hurt. What I was told was, no, it was because of this melee that happened. Mm. And w- when it clicked for me was when a buddy of mine that I told the story to and, and, and said, that's interesting, said, hey, did you hear about the Carton thing today? Where Carton said something big happened and it's going to come out. Because what? I had mentioned a, a reporter for WIP who's very on the sidelines for the Eagles. I said, well, you would think he would bring it out, but then again, maybe he doesn't want to because he's so close to the Eagles. So. 
That's well, what things, I heard. Vince, it's interesting, interesting story. I mean, things like this, if it's true, it'll come out eventually. I mean, that's the way these things work. Vince, appreciate the phone call. So now we are we're in uh, conspiracy theory range here. Yes, I mean, we are. But sometimes, like, I'm not saying this story's true, but sometimes this stuff stuff happens, right? And then it eventually comes out. Cooler hands prevail. Yeah. You know, like, like there's a little bit of a tay-to-tay. I uh, would take Jalen in that one, by the way, if that happened. Yeah. If I, if I, I mean, have to but, pick a side there in that, that debate, <laughs> yeah. in that fight. I mean, but that's, that's I, I don't know. I don't know. But it, it's just weird that, that Carton would tell that story and not, if that was the case, wouldn't tell the whole story. That's not something that's going to get, you know, that's not the, at the level of, you know, like dating somebody's wife or something like that. That's just an ass, mm. good old-fashioned ass. Unless Carton is referring to the reason him and Jalen fought. What led to? Oh, you mean over his wife? Or whatever. I, I, I mean, who knows? Nah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, he, until we have something more concrete, <laughs> you know what happens. The mind, this just is, speculation. Well, that's what happened. The mind speculation. Starts, starts again. This reminds me. This wasn't there a thing with the Seahawks? They had a lot of issues that team with, with Russell Wilson there. Golden Tate. There was something. There was something weird <laughs> with that. Why you go to Golden Tate? Well, because something happened there with that well, Golden I, Tate. You want? I know. I can talk about that story because I've heard that. One. What's that one? That Golden Tate was with his wife. <laughs> That's the one that with I heard. Ru- Russ? Yeah. See? You're, you're, you can't tell me this the first time you've no, heard I, that. No, I didn't remember the details of it. Yeah, they said Yeah, they said his wife was a little, you know, she, Listen, was, she was real friendly. Stuff happens. Stuff happens. The that, that don't post that. Well, that's not, not supposed to happen. But stuff happens within a team, and then, and then you got.